0: Hello everyone. Uh, Welcome to my first broadcast on a podcast. This is Peter Stone and I have uh, lived in this area uh, a good part of my life. I grew up in Manchester and lived in the Gloucester-Magnolia area for some time back to Manchester. I traveled the world for uh, 35 years or so and I'm back after 90 countries and I wanted to share some of the Uh, interesting things that first of all how I got to travel like I did and some of the things I created in my life. So I have created as well a TV show uh, here at Cape Ann TV and this will be on every two weeks. I would invite you to come and, and watch that and see how to make your year the best year ever. The name of that show that I've started is called Stepping Up and Out in 2017, A Year for Change. I was just looking at the Gloucester Times, and I saw the unemployment rate is down below 4%. I haven't seen that number for years. And I said, wow what a time, what a great time to actually have a program like this when things are becoming vibrant and the area is back into a growth state. And and there's so much happening here and, and people coming in the new hotel. I even stayed in it for my anniversary. It's beautiful. I really enjoy that. What a class act for Gloucester. I really appreciate that. So the essence of this podcast and this series of podcasts, which will come out every week, the way this will be is I will record a podcast, then there will be a podcast following week for the TV show that I produced, which will help you keep consistency on your goals throughout the year. I was thinking about goals Earlier in the fall and I said, boy, we all get our goals together and we think about, oh, what am I going to do for New Year's, what's my big New Year's going to be, and well, kind of reflecting on what we did or what we didn't do, and kind of more importantly, why didn't we do the things that we set out? and Through some research, I know most people, a majority of people, more than 50% of people, set up goals for themselves. New Year's resolutions, I mean, it's the quote-unquote. Well, what's your New Year's resolution? Resolutions, how many? I thought, why do it once a year? Why not stay on track throughout the entire year? Why wait a whole year, get up there and do everything for three weeks and then let it kind of taper out, fizzle out. And then the new year comes again and we say, What well, what the heck happened to my goals? I know I've done this and I have worked pretty hard to get over this and hence in my research and all my work, I came up with this method of staying on track, which has allowed me to do things like my weight. I could never get 20 pounds off. I don't care what I did. I worked hard. I exercised. I thought I ate right, but you know, I would slip in carbs here, slip in carbs there, eat before I went to bed. I did a lot of the things that it's okay to eat carbs. Carbs are healthy. I'm not saying don't eat them. Eat healthy carbs and ride a bike. Eat healthy carbs, take a walk and manage your self, manage your weight and be aware. And that's really what this entire year is about is, is Mind management, where you control your mind's thoughts and not your mind and your mouth controlling you. There's so many delicious things out there. We just want to eat them, eat them. But I have managed to actually get that 20 pounds off that I couldn't shake. I could get 10 pounds and then I'd come back. I would get five more back. And then I maybe stayed two pounds below where I was before, but I could never do it. And that went on for like 20 years. And I'm like, why? (laughs) And um, so I found out why. Uh, So I changed my things around. And these are some of the, uh, I changed diet exercise, a few habits. And habits are what are really key. Our habits How we look at them, how they reward us, how they don't reward us, and to observe what kind of habits do we have that can be, in many cases, simply changed. And the core of my program will be simplicity, ease. Fast? Well, hey, it, this isn't a race for anything. And, and I used to think, oh, I've got to lose uh, 10 pounds in a month. Well, I don't have to. What I found out was it's okay to do it in three months. I mean, I'm not really measuring against anybody but myself and improving myself. And this is what leads us into some of the goals that we have. When we have goals in the new year's, And I would ask you to take a look at your list, carefully at your list, and the goals that you have, whether they're physical, mental, spiritual, financial, family, friends, personal relationships, all of those goals, if you haven't written them down, write them down, and I'll go through some lists here, but, but... I think the real important thing is here, regardless what's on your list, and if you haven't done a list, I would invite you to do one, because it's going to be fun. I mean, I really believe life should be an adventure. It should be fun. It should be an experience. It should not be endured. We weren't put here for to endure pain and to struggle. Yes, we're given things in our life that sometimes are pretty darn uncomfortable and we don't feel good and we lose people and all kinds of things happen in our lives. Every single one of us. We're not that different. We, You know, it's a different day, maybe a different face. And what we really need to do what nobody needs to do anything, but to find some more joy and positivity in life. And one thing I have worked really hard on is to use and flip my switch is what I call it. When I get a big challenge coming to me, And I could really say, oh, my God, why me? And go on and on. Oh, this always happens, blah, 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 blah. But I found out this doesn't always happen. And what I've turned that all around to is, wow, you're so lucky. And I say, yeah, I I carry a I am so lucky attitude around. And guess what happens? I get lucky. If I say, why does this always happen to me? You're inviting this energy. You're actually inviting things to happen to you. So I worked again. This was not easy for me. Some people, maybe it's easier, but I worked very hard. I have actually rewritten books on positive self-help, a complete book. It was actually on commodity trading. I am a commodity trader, but I have a license, and uh, because of some things in my business, I did that. But I went to a seminar once in Arizona, and this gentleman realized that in order to be successful at anything in life, not just commodity trading, but in anything in life, is that we have to have the right attitude and mindset. And when we get into the right mindset, we can really do anything. And so the book was more on self-motivation and, and remaining positive. And, and the one thing I took out of that book was, what is my now moment opportunity? Right now, I have to, that means I have to step back, be the observer, and be present, and observe the gift, the situation I was just given. When I do that, and it's not always easy, it is not always easy because we get caught up. But some of the things I'm going to teach and talk about are tools, little tools, little switches, big switches that help us say, whoa, Wait a minute, we all catch ourselves, whoa, you say something you didn't mean, we get caught up, we do things we didn't mean to do, or uh, driving, whatever it is. None of us are perfect individuals, and, and let's not try to be, okay, because if we try to be too perfect and rigid, we'll crack and we'll break and we won't feel good, so to me... Another book I read was Wear Life as a Loose Garment. Life wasn't meant to be a struggle. So take things as they come to us. Use the value. If you don't see the value and if you're in an overwhelmed state, step back. Take a breath. Excuse me. Take a breath. Ask, where is the upside in this situation? What will I find in this situation that is good, useful, a lesson, and positive to me? I mean, the proverbial silver lining, and I don't really like to go there because when I use those types of that language, it's like water rolling off a duck in a sense, but it's too overused and it doesn't have much meaning. But when we grasp the moment grasp ourself and say why was I given this challenge what is the value should I dig deeper inside me and see what I'm really made of we today have become kind of a society that well a lot of things should be easy for us and when we have some pain it's like oh but We can utilize that pain and fear, turn the fear into excitement, and go for it anyway. Fear is useful. I mean, for me to get in and do a TV show? Yeah, right. That's like the last thing I thought I would do in my life and come and do a podcast, and I've actually spoken on stages in Malaysia, in Bangkok, and a few uh, cities around the U.S., but I felt the fear, and I did it anyway, and always the better for it. It helped me to become right here where I am today, and to come here and share with you these things so I will step back to five minutes ago when I spoke of this gentleman's book that I rewrote in the self-help book and what I find in self-help books and similar branded stamped uh, uplifting whatever the self-help section in a bookstore is that probably more than 50% of these books talk about you know how bad it is and you know how you did you know how this and you know that and one of the tricks in my life that I learned and to, the things that were real pain for my life that really pulled me down from this gentleman in this book he taught me you can never get rid of that because that's in your subconscious you'll never get rid of it but you can stack on the positive stuff you can just focus on positive things and yes of course this some ugly things pop up but we're able to they don't pop up as bright and as painful as strong as they used to by stacking another positive moment another positive hour a day a week who knows maybe a year could be a lifetime on top of oh, you don't know what happened to me when I was a kid, and you don't know what happened to my family. Well, look, we all had tough deals given to us, but we don't have to complain about it, and especially if we hold on to this stuff, we don't go forward. And I call this the anchor. I always look back, not very long, and to see, do I have an anchor dragging do I need to get out my very sharp knife of positivity and cut that line of, 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 of negativity and cut that anchor away? If I don't, I'll be fed by that, and I'll be held by that. Like any boat, ship, or vessel trying to move forward, it's not going anywhere with that dragging anchor. And I would like you to envision that anchor Anchors, you can take a piece of paper and write down your list of things. One side, the positive, let's call it the right side. The left side, we call the things that I'm anchoring to uselessly that are holding me back. And when that thought comes into our mind. We see a big anchor dragging and we pull out our nice sharp fillet knife and chop it. I know I used to carry a sharp fillet knife in my boots, on the side of my boots when I was working on lobster boats. And you guys, you people that have worked on the back of a boat, you know you need a sharp knife. Why? Well, you'll get dragged someplace you don't want to be. And this applies to our life. We have to have tools, sharp tools, to protect ourselves in a sense, to actually just allow ourselves to move forward. So in rewriting this gentleman's book, I have two notebooks full. I found so many things I rephrased. Instead of darkness, I chose lack of light. Instead of bad, I chose words less than good. There are all kinds of ways we can rephrase, and this is not pie-in-the-sky, everything's beautiful language that I'm talking about. I thought about this because when I first started doing this, I said, Peter, are you living like a pie-in-the-sky guy, like everything's so cool and beautiful and glossy and pretty? Well... I thought about it and I said, well, maybe I am. And it took me a few years to recognize that in my restructuring or sculpting of my words and therein sculpting my mind, therein sculpting my attitude, therein sculpting my forward motion in life, my happiness, my joy that I have come to value. And I've learned from a lot of people, like I didn't just wake up joyful uh, one day and say, everything's wonderful. It's It's a progress. And I found that if I just had a little more joy every day and I stack it, who knows, after 10 years, I could be a totally joyful person, which I happen to be so much more joyful than years ago. I always had a lot of energy, but I didn't always like feel comfortable in myself. I'm sure there's a few of you out there that sometimes don't feel comfortable in your own skin. And so that required work because I didn't like being uncomfortable. So in the program, we're going to address the tools and the ways that we can move forward, the simplicity and and things to make your forward movement easier and give you more leverage and simpler because it, really doesn't have to be super painful. We fall back, we fall back, but we can move forward. So if we move a little more forward, we fall back less. Move a little more forward, fall back less. Cut a few more anchors, that boat goes a little faster. Next thing, you're up to speed. Full speed ahead, captain. Let's go. Let's live this life, baby. Anyway, uh, so the course, the, it's not a course really, it's just our class here and not even a class. It is a show on how you can show yourself the best uh, year ever. So I wanted to address the goals that maybe you want to consider if you don't have a list already. Um I guess you can think it is what it is that you need. Would it be maybe a more comfortable life? And that might mean weight. It meant that to me for some time. And health. Do you want to have some more energy in your life and be more vibrant? And how do we get more healthy? We change our diet. If we change our diet, we lose weight. We feel better, we have more energy, and the simple matter, and I'm sure plenty of you know, that I know the other day, just the other day, it's 42 degrees outside, and I was in a nice warm house and I looked outside, it was a sunny day, but I opened the door and it was cold. And 42 degrees in New England in January is not cold, it's warm by New England standards. But I felt cold. So I went out to my garage and I started moving things thinking, well, you know, the spring's right around the corner. Let me get my rowing shell in order and let me start taking a look at the jet ski and and see how things might, uh, what I need to prepare for. And in doing so, well, I whacked my head good too. but, But anyway, I got out and I started moving, 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 just movement is it's called physiology no no matter what level of movement you do you do a little you do a little more like this morning i woke up i was tired i laid in bed i deep breathed like six times all of a sudden i had energy and to my uh surprise i got out of bed and i started like punching to the ceiling and stretching, and I rotated my arms around, and then I bent over and touched the floor 11 times, and then I kicked my feet into the air about five or six times, I mean, five or six feet each foot, and um, I'm not a spring chicken by a lot of people's standards, but I will tell you, what I am teaching here is going to allow anyone anytime to have a much more healthy, comfortable, alive life. And you just don't have to feel that bad. And I'm not saying everybody does. I know when I feel good, I want to feel better. So that just keeps me moving forward, our spiral outside. In our goals, what one of the first things to do, I would say, And we'll run down this list, uh, not in such deep detail, but just to touch on these so you can get a list. And most people just write down what they want, what they want, what they need to do, what they need to do, what they need to do. And that is wonderful. However... I learned from some very smart people and some people that got action and got results, they said, well, Peter, what if you did this? What if you made a list of all the things that you just weren't ever going to do again or that you really didn't want to do? They could be habits. And when we decide to change a habit, it's okay to still do that habit if you are aware of it and you chop it off. A little bit at a time. That habit becomes shorter and shorter and shorter until, hmm, who knows? It could be a year, could be three weeks, could be 10 weeks. It disappears and is replaced by a new habit. When you change drinking Coca-Cola, I don't mean the diet kind with the aspartame. I mean the sugar-loaded, yummy, delicious coca-cola that i love so much and the pepsi i like it i don't drink it i might have one every year then it's a real treat i'm not saying be a purist but i'm doing a comparison it could be any sugary drink there is a drink called emergency And I'm just giving you an example here. This emergency has a 1,000 milligrams of vitamin C. It has minerals, and it has some vitamins in it. And the way I look at it is, yeah, if you quit drinking Coke, that's nice. You lift yourself up. You don't have that sugar and chemicals and, and coloring and all that. But what about... Taking it to the next level. We like fizzy, sweet things. What if you replaced it with something with five or 10 milligrams of sugar versus 40? It was sweet and it was good for you. And it energized you. What if you took that three times a day and you didn't have to swallow pills? How simple is that? And they have cola flavored emergency. How about that? They thought of everything, so they're helping us. And I did that many years ago, and that was one of the changes I got. So cutting away the things we don't want in our life. Number one, I think it's just priority. Just shed away all the stuff in your list. You write it down, get a pen, a piece of paper. It's nice to list it in a computer, but when we write it our hands write it pick it up we're connected with the words we're engaged in the moment we're like an artist painting like a author writing a book a writer writing a poem we're engaged with those words those words come back to us there's this back and forth when we write something i love to write and I go back and I look at my notes and I words pop out and, and I think it's just important. And so give it a shot, but do it the way that fits you. There is no best way other than what's best for you and, and your goals. Now, we make that list of the things we don't want. And many times on the flip side, there are the things associated with the things we don't want. So if we don't want to be eating potato chips, McDonald's or something, where do we want to go? Do we want to go to Maria's to have a nice uh, fresh fish that, you know, is healthy, local caught? Or do we want to go, who knows, some other place uh, and get uh, some fresh fish? Go down to Conley's, get it right off the boat. I mean, wherever you want to go, there's lots of place to get fresh. Or the uh, um, market, Crow Market in uh, near Rockport. I go there all the time. Freshest, best vegetables from local farms and sure brought in during the winter. But boy, they really care down there. I know I compare it to Whole Foods or some other place. And inexpensive Really a big chunk of kale, big bunch of kale is very inexpensive there compared to Whole Foods is about four, three and four times. And so they have just fresh food, they care. And it's right in the backyard here. And easy to get to organic coffee sometimes. I mean, it's 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 just a way of looking at the other side of the fence. That's why I brought up these other places. I don't want to eat at McDonald's, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh my God. You know, I looked one time, I bought this book that had fat content and uh, oil. Uh, what the heck was it? It was so long ago. Um, grams of fat or something. There were these things that were deep fried cheese fries with liquid cheese poured on top of them. And I'm like, that was at the top of the list. One sitting, one serving, just of that, not the burger or anything else, is 3,000 calories, 98 grams of fat. Now, not healthy fat and not healthy calories. And I never forget that. I mean, that's as vivid as the day I read that book. And that was probably 15 years ago. I put that in the company I had on for all the employees to look at because I was trying to nudge them all. They really could use that book. But fortunately, I used it. I'm sharing that comparison with you. So you can ask yourself your question. Okay, if I get rid of this, but I like this. Oh, I do this all the time and it's a habit and I don't know how I'm ever going to stop doing this. What am I going to do? How do I do this? Well, this is a way. You cut one thing out, but what we really have to do is replace it with something yummy or something tasty or something that stuffs us. I mean, go down and try to stuff a whole bunch of celery, a whole bunch of celery. I don't think we can eat eight or ten pieces of celery. Crunchy, cool little salt on there, sea salt. I dip them in the salt water, I don't know. (laughs) But balanced good sea water, sea salt. And did you know that celery takes more calories to burn it than is in the celery. I didn't know that. So, of course, I started chewing on some celery. It's not much in my diet, but I do eat it every now and then. But it helped me replace something crunchy like a potato chip. I mean, I in my business that I, I did some trade shows and people have potato chips and candies and sweets and I, I'd i be the odd one. I would have a plastic container full of organic spinach <laughs> I was eating. People walk by and say, hey, you want a chip? I mean, they look like chips. They were green, leafy, and and um, I get a chuckle and a laugh, and I just sit there and eat this. And I, I, so it's an example of replacing things and just Do things at work. Do a little homework. Google, 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 Google. Mr. Google, Cousin Google, Uncle Google. It doesn't matter which Google you go to. Ask the Google family. You'll come up with answers for everything. That's why in this world that we live today, this world of abundance is so amazing. We have everything at our fingertips. No excuses, folks. Anyway, uh, I just like to rub it in a little bit. And and I know we can do it. If I can do it, anybody can do it. Uh, so in this list, now go to the things that you want, your goals. What is it? is it? Is it weight management? Do you want to change your weight? Do you want to increase your finances? Set some monetary goals. How would you do it? There's ways to make money online or Locally in business. There's so many things in this area that can be sold that need to be sold in other parts of the country, the world. Uh, We have art here that people can represent. There's all kinds of ways to make money. I mean, if you have to get a second job or something, do that instead of watching TV, eating potato chips. I mean, if you want more money in your life, sometimes we just have to get up and do it. So, What will motivate us to do our goals? Well, that's what I'm here to help you do, is to give you a few tricks and tips to think about what you want to do, how you can do it. I'll be here every week to give you a little tip. It won't necessarily be this long, um, and I will work to do like 20-minute segments and 30 if it if it really uh, has what I would call some value, and go over these tools and these tips. But going down the list, again, is exercise, diet, quiet time. In quiet time, we get in touch with ourselves. We cut our stress so if on the left hand side i don't want stress anymore i want to slow down a little bit i want to have more relaxation in our life um maybe you want to learn a new skill did you ever want to play a piano or paint or do something uh maybe just the act of being more grateful for this coming year and um looking around to be uh, more thankful instead of more critical. Finding the good things in your neighbors and the people we see and our friends, talking about the wonderful things about people as opposed to the things that eh, we could pick apart because I happen to think everybody's got something wonderful to contribute to the world. And we should be focusing on these things. And when we all, or as many of us that can and have the capability to do and to uplift others and compliment them, I go to a restaurant and maybe I'll order something special. And I like my eggs cooked a really special way. And I went to a restaurant and I told this guy, and usually people, it's pretty tough to get them that right, and this guy, just amazing breakfast. I like finished, I got up, I walked way across this. It was, a, it was actually in a Whole Foods someplace, and, and this guy made these perfect eggs, and I was screaming. And I went over there, and I made sure he knew how much I appreciated his efforts and how he listened to what I had said. And today we're kind of so busy talking and doing all kinds of stuff that this is one thing I know I work on all the time, listening, listening to other people and honoring the people in our lives and and lifting them up. We all, if I I actually have some things written down where if I get into a critique mode, if I get stressed or something, I have to pull back really quick. And the first thing I need to do is go find a mirror, buddy. Go find the mirror, Peter. Before you start on this, go look in the mirror, sir. And let's start right with number one. And when we get number one, really, 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 really in order, then we still can't pick apart anybody else. What we can do is share with them the good things. So anyway, if you wanted to add on to your list uh, in the finance, maybe you want to write a little mini business plan. Is there something you'd like to do, like fairs or festivals or art fair or something? And... Uh, maybe learn something more, one thing every day, like maybe a new word every week, or I, I don't really know what you really would like to do, but there's a lot of different things that we all uh, set our our goals on and and every one of us has our own i don't know what yours is there's a list of what the average goals are and we'll touch on those later but there's no one that knows you better than you and you need to be the one that writes that down and speaking of you and speaking of i and speaking of us as individuals Again, I'd like to touch on this because we want to make sure our goals are our own. They belong to us, they resonate with us, and we're not doing it solely for what someone else says and solely for what is the most popular thing and solely for what, I mean, really what everybody else is doing, the Smiths, the Jones, or whatever, however that story goes, that you go from your heart and you go for what it is that you really feel is going to make you excited in life or the things that you really want. And I want to thank you for your um, being here on this podcast. And I hope some of the things I spoke of have maybe inspired you. And, and I know through the years, I've got lots of inspiration. And really what I'm sharing is all the things I learned. This is nothing I created. All I did was the action guy. I listened to people. I followed what they said. And then I took action. So I'm here to help you take action and make 2017 a year for change by stepping up and stepping out in 2017. Peter Stone saying see you next time and thanks very much.